Health Unwrapped is the conversation you need to hear to enhance your well-being from the experts at BioGlan. We'll be talking about trending health topics and ways you can make a difference to your health with leading experts discussing the latest developments in dietary supplements and, of course, natural foods. The difference between quitting smoking and not could be the difference between you, you know, having a really poor outcome and, and being okay. I'm your host, Natalie Silverman, host of the Fertility Podcast, and I'll be taking you on your wellness journey. Welcome to this episode of Health Unwrapped, and I'm joined by Dr. Zoe Williams, who is a GP, she's a TV presenter, she's a health educator, and we are talking at a time in the UK where coronavirus has been deemed a pandemic. We're talking mid-March. Now, by the time you're listening to this episode, you might well be self-isolating. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about was how you can manage that period of time with regards to your diet and also to help you understand a bit more about your immune system to, in essence, boost your immune system because obviously what's happened has caught so many of us off guard so, first of all, Zoe, welcome. Thank you very much. Welcome Thank back. You. We don't quite know what's going to happen, how it's going to impact our lives. We know what's happened in China. Every day is different. You're talking a lot about the measures that people can take. We're assuming that we've got to a point of self-isolation with this conversation. So what can you do to try and be as healthy as possible if you are contained? Yeah, I think there's probably never been a time when it's been so significant to think about your own immune system and what you can do to boost your own immune health. Because what we know so far about this virus is that it's the people who have a weakened immune system who are significantly more likely to get the dangerous phase of the illness. They're more likely to get the pneumonia-like symptoms require hospitalisation, potentially require ventilation. So the people who have good immune systems are much more likely to be able to fight it off in that first week and not progress. So in order to have a healthy immune system, there are some people who are already on the back foot and these are the people we're concerned about at the moment, older adults, people with most underlying chronic diseases such as type 2 diabetes, any lung condition, any heart condition or people who are taking medications that weaken their immune system on purpose. So things like methotrexate for rheumatoid arthritis or, or drugs for cancer or people who've had transplants. Now, thinking about what we can do to boost our immune systems, it kind of comes down mostly to general health. From a nutrition point of view, having a really varied diet, making sure that you have a diet high in fruits and vegetables, in whole grains, in things like, you know, as long as you're not vegan or, or, or vegetarian, some healthy sources of omega-3s such as oily fish, um, dairy. Having a good, balanced, nutritious diet provides your body with the vitamins and minerals it needs to make the cells and make the chemicals that are required for your immune system to function properly. Exercise. We know that if we go and do an ultramarathon, that actually has a negative impact on your immune system. But daily regular movement, so going for a jog 20 minutes every day, will actually boost your immune system. Good sleep, not drinking too much alcohol. And then the big one is stress. Stress can have a really negative impact on your immune system. And this is going to be a really stressful time. Um, there's no denying that. This is the biggest health crisis this country has faced for 
a very, very long time, probably since 1919 when there was the Spanish flu outbreak. It's going to be a really stressful time and anything that people can do to try and manage their stress is going to boost their immune system as well. So staying active, eating a well-balanced, nutritious diet and doing what you can to eliminate stress in terms of lifestyle are probably the best things that we can do to be boosting our immune system. Now, when we're stressed, we might drink more. Mm-hmm. And things like drinking and smoking and all the, the vices that we might have surely aren't going to be beneficial to our immune system. No, that's absolutely, absolutely right. Um, having a glass of wine a few times a week isn't likely to have too much of a negative impact. But turning to drinking large amounts of alcohol will definitely impact on your immune system. And I'm glad you mentioned smoking. There has never been a better time to quit smoking. In China, in Wuhan, where we first saw this outbreak, we know that in China, elderly men tend to smoke, whereas elderly women don't tend to smoke. And we saw a real significant difference in the mortality rate amongst men and women. We found we, we saw that in, in men um, who were elderly, up to 10% of men would die, whereas it was about 1% in women and that's thought to be largely due to the smoking and the lung diseases such as COPD that are linked to smoking. So what's important with this virus is we recognise that a lot of us are going to get it. Most of us will be absolutely fine and will recover but for those of us who do progress to getting the complications actually having quit smoking a few weeks before could make a difference. If you have asthma, making sure you're using your inhalers properly is going to help you manage if you do get the complications. And then, yeah, just trying to be generally as healthy as we can be to give our immune system the best chance of fighting the virus if and when we get it. So when you say properly in terms of asthma sufferers using their inhalers, mm-hmm. do you want to talk through that a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, people who have asthma or COPD or emphysema or other lung conditions often will have inhalers prescribed. And and we know that most people, or a significant number of people, don't actually use their inhalers properly. Um, Because, as is the case for a lot of us, if you don't feel unwell at the time, then you don't take your medication. Now, people with asthma will have a blue inhaler pump, which opens up the airways, which you use to alleviate symptoms. Um, And people will tend to use that when they have symptoms. But the brown inhaler or the purple one, the preventer, often people forget to use that if they feel well. Well, now's a really important time if you should be using a preventer inhaler to be using it once a day or twice a day, depending on which inhaler you have, using it properly. And people with COPD may have other types of inhalers. So the way that your inhalers are prescribed now's a really good time to use them properly and now's a really good time to quit smoking. The difference between quitting smoking and not could be the difference between you, you know, having a really poor outcome and and being okay. We talked about a balanced diet, ideally, and we're talking about people being self-contained and possibly not having access to go to the local shop. So is there anything else? And I don't want people to go panic buying different supplements and vitamins and that type of thing. But are there some things that people could have in the cupboard from a supplementary point of view that could be a help at this time? So at the moment, I've been to Sainsbury's today and there's no toilet roll on the shelves. There's no pasta. um, There are no tinned vegetables, but there's plenty of fresh fruit and veg that is easily accessible. Now, we don't know what's going to happen and the best source of getting vitamins and minerals is from 
a good, healthy, varied diet with fresh fruit and veg. Um, but I guess if if the scenario is that people aren't able to come out of their homes and people aren't able to access that easily, which I think is unlikely, taking a multivitamin isn't going to do any harm. A lot of people take a vit- multivitamin anyway as an insurance policy. They tend to be quite inexpensive and, and it's a way of just making sure. And people who people who do have a restrictive diet whether a vegan diet or sometimes people are just picky eaters then taking a multivitamin is a good way of ensuring that you know you're getting the main vitamins and minerals so I guess now is a time when there are some benefits of taking a multivit um, if you're not able to access the whole range of fruits and vegetables and other foods that you would normally want to. And just out of interest, when it comes to our immune system, how much is a good immune system influenced by our genetics? Hugely. Yeah. Yeah, hugely. Everything's influenced by our genetics. Some people really are starting off on the back foot and some people aren't. So, you know, your risk of obesity, for example, is between 40 and 70% down to your genetics before you factor in the environment or anything else. Our genetics are really important. You know, some people are the types of people that pick up everything and some people have never had a cold or a flu in their life. Our environments are important as well. I mean, we find people who have grown up on farms tend to have very good immunity. As a GP, I come across coughs and colds and flus all the time. People sometimes bring their child and say, show the doctor your cough and they come up and cough in in your face. face. (laughs) Please don't do that, by the way. Um, So because we're exposed to so many school teachers, it's the same. You know, we don't tend to get colds and flu that easily. Um, but if we move to a different area of the country, then for the first few months we get it all the time. So genetics play a role. Um, your exposure to to colds and things play a role, um, but also that we can take control of the lifestyle elements, regular exercise, good, healthy, nutritious, varied diet, try and what do what we can to reduce, eliminate our stress and get good, regular, good quality sleep. And just on a kind of general day to day with what's going on with coronavirus, hand washing, we're talking, we, we know that hand sanitizer is not available anymore. You were talking about certain like antiseptic sprays being on discount in the supermarket. There's no harm in us all taking a bit more care and effort with our, our cleanliness in our homes and washing our hands with soap and water for the length of happy birthday, however long we're saying, whilst this is all going on and hopefully continuing those types of practices not being totally neurotic but it's a good practice to have in place isn't it it's a good practice to have in place and there is no substitution actually for hot water and soap that is the best hot water and soap washing your hands regularly for 20 seconds the alcohol gels as you mentioned you know it's very difficult to get hold of them now some people are trying to make their own i was actually at school yesterday in belfast where the children have been learning about coronavirus and what they can do to protect themselves. And they've come up with quite a unique way of remembering how to wash their hands and for how long by singing a song to the tune of Baby Shark. Okay. So the first chorus is, wash your hands. Da, 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 da. The next one is, use some soap. Da, 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 da. Brilliant. And then the next one is, keep them clean and then the fourth <laughs> one is, don't hold hands. So, you know, hand washing really is the best way we can protect ourselves. And I'd add on to that, a lot of people are worried, not so much about themselves, but about elderly relatives or relatives who are vulnerable. We may see as the weeks and months go on that the government changes their advice and there becomes a stage at which 
the advice is to completely isolate these people to protect them. Um, but up until then, what people can do is just really be aware of how this disease is transmitted. So air particles from your breath or if you're coughing, sneezing, um, but also mostly from surfaces, touching surfaces. So if you are going to visit a relative and for the time being, we should continue to stay in contact with with our relatives who are older because otherwise they're at risk of social isolation and malnutrition and, and other things, then really good hand hygiene. Gel your hands or wash your hands immediately as soon as you get into the property before you touch anything and maybe not kissing and hugging them. A little yeah. elbow tap. Yeah, new um, ways to greet one yeah. another. Really sensible advice. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you. Make sure you subscribe by your favourite podcast app to stay up to date on Biogland's commitment to your wellness. And to find out more about our products, follow us on Instagram at Biogland Supplements, on Facebook at Biogland UK, or visit biogland.co.uk.